Welcome to the Real Estate Travel Academy podcast channel, where real estate and travel meet. Each week, we engage in authentic conversations with interesting and informed people from our worldwide network. Join us and learn how to conduct real estate business in foreign countries and seek a better understanding of cultural norms around the world. Here is your Real Estate Travel Academy host, entrepreneur and educator, Jean Joshin. Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Gene Joshin of the Real Estate Travel Academy. And today I'd like to welcome my special guest, Jamie Aline, investment migration specialist and lifestyle concierge for the Eastern Caribbean region, and specifically with the island of Dominica. Welcome, Jamie. Thank you, Gene. Thank you for having me. It's great to have you. And uh, we just finished a wonderful virtual tour with yourself and uh, your island. And you shared a lot of insights about uh, investing in the island of Dominica and becoming a citizenship by investment as well. So we're going to explore that today. But first of all, I'd like to start off with uh, where are you today? So I'm in Dominica. I'm at my office in Dominica at the moment. Nice. And whereabouts in Dominica? Are you in the town? So we're in the north in Picard, Portsmouth, right opposite um, what used to be the, the U.S. Medical University, Ross University. And it's in the town of Portsmouth, Portsmouth which is known for yachting, sort of the yachting capital of, of Dominica. Fantastic. And what uh, what's the weather like? <laughs> There's a joke in Dominica that the weathermen always say the weather is fair to partly cloudy cloudy with a chance of scattered showers and that's that's probably exactly what it is every day it's quite sunny and nice with a breeze you know and yes yeah it's a very lush tropical island so yeah so pretty much they can't get it wrong if they include everything in almost every day it is (laughs) partly cloudy with a chance of scattered showers Nice. And tell us about your background. Uh, Apparently, you're not originally from the island. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, my family is originally from the island. I was born in Canada, which is more or less a technicality. (laughs) My mom and dad were working there for many years. Uh, My mom in the hospital in Toronto. And so I was born in Toronto and then moved to New York. And from New York, um, as a child, maybe about four years old, I moved to Dominica. So I was raised in Dominica. I am a Dominican by all other means. (laughs) So we have a, a lot of the same experience, although I went the opposite way. I was born in New York. And now I live in Canada, so we uh, we we cross paths somewhere. I think somewhere, I'm sure. Fantastic. So, uh, tell us about being an investment migration specialist. How did you happen to become that uh, type of an expert in your country? Well, it's quite an interesting journey I had. Um, actually, I had a previous career as a behavior analyst. So I'm actually a behavior analyst. I worked in Canada for. I studied in the U.S. and in Canada, I worked there. Um, for a number of years before I decided to make the move to Dominica myself. Um, My father from the 80s and 90s was the head of the National Development Corporation in Dominica and he introduced the Citizenship by Investment Program. And he passed away in 2012, I believe, or just a bit earlier. And so I was asked if I would, you know, be interested in, in working in the field to take over the firm that he worked with at that point. And, um, you know, something really intrigued me about it because I myself moved from Canada to Dominica. Um, and so I left my previous career behind, so to speak, 
and entered this new realm. I learned a lot. And now I'm able to come full circle and actually marry my two professions, which is investment um, migration and behavior analysis, because I find that most of the clients I help through investment migration were you know, looking for a lifestyle change. And so my background in behavior analysis really helps me to craft the, the lifestyle, help my client to craft the lifestyle that they actually want. So I'm able to really um, offer them holistic consultation, I should say. Nice. So I, I've taken sociology courses. So what is a behavioral analyst then? So a behavioral analyst is someone who um, studies behavior scientifically. So I might not ask you to lay down on my couch. I would do behavioral observations and so on. And we, we study what motivates behavior, what you know increases behavior, what decreases behavior. And so if you're looking to impact, have any sort of behavior change in your life, you know, I would help to, and I had a, a pretty good career early on um, in behavior analysis. So it's really, for me, it's fulfilling to have, to help people do a whole lifestyle shift, you know, which is what I did as well. So it, it, I feel very fulfilled to assist um, in that matter. And there's also another thing, you know, that was one part was this, but I, I truly believe, um, you know, in attracting investment because the Citizenship by Investment program was set up. I believe in the reason why my father was an advocate, early advocate for the program, um, that it is a, a way to attract legitimate investors to our region, the Caribbean region. You know, and so I, I pretty much roll out the red carpet and try to make it as easy as possible to navigate, you know, um, the, the business world in the Caribbean all the way from citizenship to setting up your little company or export company or a company that, that works between the islands, you know? So I find, you know, I get a lot of joy from that. Thank you. That, that makes great sense. And yeah, so a little bit of the Maslow hierarchy of needs, I guess, and, and yes. helping people be fulfilled in their lifestyle, right? So it's a holistic uh, way of looking at it as well. Correct. That's exactly it. Nice. And you're a, a lifestyle concierge, which you're sort of explaining. So tell us about that and tell us uh, how, you know, what you have to offer uh, from the island of Dominica. What is the lifestyle like? Well, what is the lifestyle like in Dominica? It's laid back. <laughs> it's laid back, one. Um, two, and probably most importantly, it's Dominica is Dominica's the youngest island in the, in the, in the chain. And you can really genuinely feel it. Once you're even approaching the island, sometimes by sea or by air, you, you feel the energy of the island, the youthfulness, the vibrancy. It really is, just has these dramatic mountains, you know, um, greenery, lush greenery of green of every shade. It really just makes you come alive before you even touch ground. I can't put it any other way. And, you know, time and time again, people share that experience with me. There's something else that's really beautiful about Dominica still, is that it's, they say that if Christopher Columbus was to come back today, um, you know, it would be the one island that he would recognize because it still is very much the authentic island, you know? It's a friend of mine said to me, it's like you come to Dominica, you're a tourist, but you don't feel like a tourist. You know, you feel like 
one of the, the islanders because no one, I mean, we've had celebrities walking the streets and, and no one bothers them. You know, everybody's going along their business. Dominica is just really authentic and you, you have that real experience, um, connected experience in Dominica, going to the market and having all the fresh fruits, you know, because we're such a, we're called the nature island of the world. In fact, that's our, our name. Um, Monica given to us. Um, and really, we live up to the name, truly. I mean, Dominicans, be Dominicans believe in their bush teas and their bush rums. You know, <laughs> you have the full gamut. Uh, they have a remedy, a natural remedy for everything. You can grow almost anything. The land, the, the soil is rich and fertile. So we attract people who really love that wellness lifestyle, who want to immerse themselves in nature truly and not be surrounded by tons of people in an all-inclusive perhaps, you know. So you have, you have it attracts that particular, um, that particular traveler who's really looking for immersion in nature, immersion in an authentic Caribbean experience, really. Nice. So speaking of the, the nature and the ge geography, obviously, uh, it, it's very lush. Uh, maybe you can describe that a little bit. And probably because there's probably a lot of oxygen in the air because of all that, you know, lush yes. tropical, the forest and the national parks. Could you describe it for us? So when Christopher Columbus first, we're going to go back in history a little bit again, back to Christopher Columbus, when he was asked to describe Dominica, um, on his second voyage, I believe it was, he, he said to have crumpled a piece of paper and thrown it before the Queen Isabella and said, that is Dominica with all its peaks. And it's, um, you know, because Dominica is mountainous. Dominica is mountainous. So you have these beautiful mountains um, upon which the air is fresh and, you know, the breezes are unimaginably clean and invigorating with views panoramic views sometimes of both mountain and sea. You really have what we call the holy grail of real estate because of that, you know, you can get. And Dominica is small enough that you're able to have access to both the sea and the rivers, you know, the waterfalls. We're known for our, water, our rivers. We have um, 365 rivers, they say, one for every day of the year. We don't know if that's exactly correct, but it sure enough seems like it because you have rivers everywhere, um, fresh, you know, rivers that are beautiful pools to bathe in where you can have your privacy and live that sort of lifestyle. You have beautiful waterfalls that are easily accessible and you have the seas. So you, you know, in some countries you have to travel a long way be before you can get to the different experiences. Dominica can take you half an hour to go or 20 minutes to go between the dense rainforest and the sea line, you know, the coastline. So I, we have honestly the best of both worlds as it relates to, to that. So Dominica is really just a mountainous country, um, great roads that travel. I mean, it's one road basically that goes around the island interconnecting um, roads in between, but we're known for our mountains, for our rivers and waterfalls and great diving. We're one of the top 10 destinations for diving in the world. You know, the only one, we have a location called the Champagne Reef where you're swimming in bubbles. I like to drink bubbles, but the swimming and snorkeling in bubbles is also pretty, pretty exciting. Nice. And we had uh, yourself and uh, Dr. Honeychurch, your foremost historian and uh, also expert on the island as well with us 
last week when we did our virtual tour, which we will be hosting on our membership platform for the Real Estate Travel Academy. And it was it was spectacular, all the information as well that you're sharing with us today. Uh, one thing I have to ask, I know when we shared a tourist map, there were all these little pirate little icons. Now, the island isn't dotted with pirates, but what was the connection with the pirates? So there are two things. On, on the map, you would see, you'd have seen um, pirate flags because Dominica was the filming location for Pirates of the Caribbean, one of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. I mean, so that was an exciting time in Dominica uh, with Johnny Depp and, and Kira Knightley and you know Orlando Bloom. That was exciting for us. Um, and so the, the little, little flag showed the, the various points at which they film. And are, you, know, you can actually see it in the film. But there are also these little ships in the, in the water. And that's because Dominica has quite a number of legends of tales um, where there are sunken pirate ships. And so, you know, that's a very exciting thing for divers right now. We've had a number of archaeological teams come to try to, to um, you know, discover or find some of these pirate ships. So it's an exciting prospect. <laughs> yeah, it looks amazing. And uh just before we continue, maybe you could just tell us where Dominica is located in the Caribbean, because, uh, you know, sometimes I know there's been some confusion with the Dominican Republic, not no relation whatsoever. So where where is your island? So the one thing you don't want to do when you come to Dominica is to refer to Dominica as the Dominican Republic. Exactly. <laughs> Although we love the Dominican Republic, um, Dominica is very different. It is an English speaking island in the Eastern Caribbean. So it lies between the two French islands of Guadeloupe to the north, Martinique to the south, and further south, St. Lucia. Um, persons might be familiar with Antigua or Barbados, which is a little further west, um, sorry, a little further east. You have, uh, I guess, St. Martin would be to the north, Antigua would be to the north of us, and we're, we're smack in the middle of the Eastern Caribbean. So we're a good, junction between the, the North Leeward Islands and the South Windward Islands. As a matter of fact, we used to belong to the Leeward Islands. So that shows you how directly in the middle we were when they decided, no, we measured a little more and okay, we're in the Windward. Thank you for clarifying that, of course. And we actually are, are looking forward to having a real estate tour to the island uh, in the next maybe six months to a year. So uh, we'll, we'll definitely be uh, sharing more information on the island. So speaking of real estate tours, what's the real estate market like now? And why should someone consider investing in Dominica? Why should someone con um, consider investing in real estate generally? I always say they're not making more of it, you know? Um, Dominica's real estate moves a little slower than some of the bigger islands because it is a better kept secret still. But that's that's changing because um, especially with the citizenship by investment program where it's very popular, the real estate option is very, very popular. Um, in terms of direct sales, we've seen an increase of you know persons wanting to come, especially after 2020, wanting to migrate to the island, the entire migration sector and including real estate. Um, we've, we've seen an increase in, in uh, persons wanting to purchase land here because they want the option of being away from crowded cities or, you know, they just want to, persons want to change their lifestyle to be a restorative lifestyle, healthy lifestyle, and Dominica suits that bill. 
So real estate, although it moves a little slower than some of the larger islands, that's sort of changing, you know, and it's still a place where you can get really great deals on prime property, the holy grail of property before, you know, where at a reasonable cost compared to other islands. And we looked at some properties with you in our virtual tour. Can you uh, share what type of what type of properties, whether, you know, you've got uh, obviously a mountain uh, vistas and then you've got beachfront run the whole gamut. Dominica, yeah. And Dominica is a place where you can, as I said, because of the because of our our, our nature, the microclimates, um, you you're able to get a property where you can have the sea views and the mountain views, easy access to sea, but also perhaps a river. I mean, we have a number of properties where you have both a you have a property that has access to a waterfall, um, you know, one of Dominica's premier waterfalls, for example, and it's still close enough to the coast so you can get your fresh fish delivered to straight to your doorstep, you know, or you can go down to the bay where the fishermen are pulling in the fish and choose your fish for yourself there, which is also a very good experience. Um, we have turnkey villas, vacation villas, which you could use yourself or um, have the option of renting out on short-term rentals, you know, overlooking panoramic views of the ocean and access to that. Um, we have beachfront properties still at very reasonable prices where you get miles of beach, of actual beach, you know, private beach that you could use for either private home or a development, a boutique, hotel, or, or guest house. We have fully functioning bed and breakfasts and these sorts of things, um, you know, and you can get one either near to the sea, you can get one in the mountains. It really is whatever floats your boat with uh, Dominica. And we'll uh, include your contact information, Jamie, uh, at the conclusion, and we'll also put it in the podcast uh, byline. So we'll uh, make sure people can reach out to you. You certainly uh, are well connected and you have a lot of information. Can you tell us about investment migration? Uh, I know you're a specialist and expert in that. Uh, Why is it an option? Why should someone invest in second citizenship, especially in Dominica? Well, second citizenship, um, generally, people people would opt for second citizenship to have options. I am a holder of three citizenships myself. So I'm very familiar with the advantages, the benefits of having that flexibility. It really just offers you flexibility. Um, And in today's world, especially since 2020, we've seen an increase in in persons looking for second citizenship because they they just become a lot more cognizant of the fact that having an option in terms of nationality can come in quite handy. And that's for a number of reasons. There's travel mobility, for example. So traditionally, we've had clients from the Middle East, from you know uh, areas of maybe South Africa and so on, China and so on, where they were looking for passport mobility. They wanted a new nationality that would give them the travel, um, freedom to travel, uh, you know, more widely than they could with their current passport. Um, and so what we found with 2020 is that North Americans became much more interested in second citizenship than they had before because of all the travel bans placed on them. They started to realize that anybody is really vulnerable to these sorts of um, changes politically, geopolitically, you never know. And so it's great to have your eggs spread out in a couple of baskets. Um, I think that's number one. Number two, people also want a lifestyle change. The world is changing. 
Gene, you and I are using Zoom right now, right? right? We're in completely different countries and having a meeting. And 2020 just, you know, it just opened that entirely up. So, so people have become so much more accustomed to being able to work by Zoom, to cut off the overheads um, necessary of, of brick and mortar and live a digital nomad lifestyle. And so what we found is that they say, well, if I can work by Zoom, why don't I work in a place where I could jump into a waterfall in the afternoon or go snorkeling or diving, you know? So um, that's a pretty exciting time. And so people are looking for second citizenship and second citizenship, back citizenship via investment, that particular route is popular because it is a faster route than going through the traditional residency requirements where you might have to wait seven years for Dominica, for example, before you're eligible. So this way you have, you provide an investment sum to the island, you go through the application process where due diligence is done and the due diligence is rigorous enough um, to ensure, I'm, I always speak very highly of the due diligence because even if it may mean that you have to provide a lot of documentation, what it does is safeguard the integrity of our nationality. It safeguards the integrity of the new citizenship that you're going to have. So having due diligence, you should be welcoming that. And, and you know, so th this is sort of what it is, an investment, the investment sum itself goes towards putting the infrastructure in place, ensuring our roads are well-kept, schools are built. So you're actually investing in your country, your new citizenship your new nationality, right? So um, yeah, so that's citizenship by investment in a nutshell. Um, it's a fast route, it's a quick route. And once you meet the requirements, your agent, I am a, a government authorized agent for citizenship by investment. If you, if you meet the requirements and your agent will help you through the process, so it's seamless, um, then, and you know, and Dominica is also affordable. It's very affordable our citizenship by investment program compared to some of the other offers in the world. And thank you. Excellent. Yeah. Once again, I'm, I'm meeting with Jamie Aline. She's the investment migration specialist for Dominica and for the Eastern Caribbean region. And I, I know you uh, walked us through the steps on our virtual tour as well. I know you, you know this uh, inside and out. So anybody listening that is interested in how the investment process and citizenship by investment process works. I know uh, you'd be happy to share that and, and help them through it. Uh, you, you definitely simplified it and you're right about the due diligence. That's, that's exceptional. I think, you know, and then as well, investing in the infrastructure of the Island. Uh, one of the things that we offer at the real estate travel Academy, as well as the, the travel aspect. So we can bring people, if you're interested any of our listeners to, to see the Island firsthand as well, but, as you may mention, Jamie, having the ability to have the Zoom for digital nomads now, I, I know we can do it virtually as well and take them around the island and, and, and show various properties and which you had shared with us uh, on the virtual tour this week as well. Uh, what other tips do you have for someone that may be looking to purchase uh, property and invest in Dominica? Oh, well, first and foremost, I always say um, evaluate your why. Because I believe a move to any country, um, even partially or fully, um, it starts with a move within yourself, you know? So you need to know why are you making this move? Once you determine what that why is, then we can find you the property that fulfills the why. 
And Dominica is very much like that because if you are a nature loving person and what you're looking for is to be within the wild and feel surrounded by wilderness, then we will find you a property that suits that sort of lifestyle. If you like a little bit of both, you know, if you like to go to the to the little rum shops down in the village, and uh, then we can find you something that's cozy in between the two worlds or something that's immersed in that sort of village life. So I think for me, primarily, I always ask my clients to get clear on their why. Once you're clear on your why, then we can show you what's going to work for you. We can give you options that will work for you. Are you looking to get some passive income? So you want something that, ha that has the ability to attract um, tourists, you know, when they come to for short term stays. So that would be my advice. Know your why, get clear on your why, and we can get the right option. You know, once you have your why, then why not? Why not? That was your line, right? What else have we missed? What else would you like to share with our listeners? Jean, I just want to say thank you so much to the Travel Academy. I'm happy that we have the opportunity to do this um, virtually. I think what I'd like to share is the fact that Dominica is still unknown. It's still a, 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 you know, a gem, really and truly. But we're, we're seeing it featured on many platforms now. People are really learning about it. So really, now is the time to get in here before the big boom, to come in here before, you know, the, there was the roaring 20s after the Spanish boom. And so we're expecting a lot you know, increase, but Dominica is still protected. It doesn't have an international airport. It has access to Puerto Rico and so on, and easy access to flights, but we don't have open floodgates like the island. So now is the time to take advantage of that. Yeah, you don't have the cruise lines coming in, uh, in mass, things like that. So it's still very uh, pristine and a and, uh, little quieter safe haven. Exactly. Jamie, where can listeners contact you? Well, you can visit my website at jamiealeen.com. Um, you can call me. My number is also listed on there, 758-713-4744, or email me at jamie, J-A-M-I-E, at jamiealeen.com. That's the fastest and easiest way, probably. Thank you. And we'll put all of that information as well in our podcast notes. Thank you. I have a, one final question. You live on a you know, beautiful island. What do you like to do on a day off? Oh my gosh, what I love to do is to get on the old uh, traditional fishing boats um, with my partner. He has a few of those and we get on that and go along the coast by sea on, you know, and we go up the Indian River or come back down and, and it's the Indian River is the, one of the earliest journeys that the first explorers to Dominica did to go to meet the Indian chief, the Kalinago chief who resided up the Indian River to, and the, the explorers came bearing gifts. So I love to follow the footsteps of the famous travelers that have gone before, you know, and that's that's just something I really, really enjoy. Well, it sounds amazing. And you certainly have uh, painted a, an extraordinary picture of the island. Uh, once again, I want to thank you, uh, Jamie Aline, our uh, investment migration specialist and lifestyle concierge for the, the Eastern Caribbean region. It's uh, been a pleasure and I look forward to uh, many more interactions and leading groups of uh, real estate investors to your island. I look forward to it, Jean. Thank you so much. Thanks for being here today. I hope you enjoyed this podcast from the Real Estate Travel Academy. 
Join us for future episodes where you will hear about real estate markets in exciting destinations around the world, gain insight into doing business in different cultures, and connect with global business leaders. Hibiscus International's Real Estate Travel Academy membership program can be found at hibiscusinternational.com, where real estate and travel meet.